Hi, Dan Enza here. I'm a sustainability researcher at Altruistic, here with your Policy Pulse update of all the exciting climate policy developments. So I've got three big updates for you this week. The first one, looking at the US, the Environmental Protection Agency has just released proposals on how they want to cut emissions in power plants. This is a massive part of the decarbonisation problem for the US. Up to 25% of emissions are currently coming from fossil fuel powered plants in America. So the plan here, the EPA is setting emissions reduction targets, which effectively forces all these power plants to either shut down or sequester their carbon, or as a third option, to change their technology to, to one which is cleaner. So the exact plans are depending on the size, the fuel type, and the lifespan of the power plants to ask for different technological options which the operators can decide to follow. So for example, a large gas plant has the option to either sequester carbon, and in that case they would have to sequester 90% of their carbon by 2036, or to shift to high amounts of hydrogen in their fuel mix, which for that same year would need 96% of their fuel mix to be hydrogen in order to comply with regulation. The targets are even harsher for coal, which is a dirtier fuel. And then the options, same things of having a cleaner fuel mix, more efficiency gains or carbon capture, but also just to fully retire the power plant. So already this is hitting some political hurdles. A very similar law was already rejected by the Supreme Court last year for not following the Clean Air Act. So this time around, the EPA has made sure that operators are able to follow their own choices and that those choices are based in available technology. This should make it more compliant with the Clean Air Act, but still there's opposition. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia has already said that he's going to reject any Biden nominee for the EPA that comes to the Senate. So if this does manage to get passed, the EPA is opening up for public consultation and hoping to bring it into law at the end of the year. As this is a massive part of the decarbonisation problem for electricity, electricity then unlocks decarbonisation in the rest of the economy. So being able to bring this in and effectively decarbonise electricity by 2035 would mean that the US will be well on its way to achieving its climate goals. Then my two other updates are laws which are hoping to be introduced in the upcoming months. So second point is on the UK energy bill. This has just come back into the House of Commons after some amendments in the House of Lords. The House of Lords have made all kinds of actually surprisingly progressive updates to this, which are far more in line with Chris Scudmore's recent net zero review than the original government's energy bill. So key things that were in the net zero review that were missing for the energy bill, the House of Lords have now brought in, are bringing in a net zero remit for Ofgem. Ofgem is the energy regulator in the UK. So in a similar way, electricity is a massive part Energy is a massive part of decarbonisation, so bringing in some kind of statutory remit for the energy regulator on net zero 
is going to be a, a massive change to the way that they regulate the market. Secondly, on restrictions for gas flaring, this is a practice in the oil and gas sector where methane, which would be released, is, is burnt. That is slightly better than releasing methane purely, but means that there's still carbon which is released. So setting targets to ban this as a practice fully in 2025, bringing it forward from 2030 as in the original legislation. And then thirdly, a ban on coal mines. So the UK has recently, in just December, created a new licence for a coal mine in the Lake District. This amendment would mean that no new licences will be able to be created for any new coal mines. And then the third update I have for you is going back to the EU. So the EU Commission is looking to bring in some new laws regulating ESG ratings. At the moment, ESG ratings are not regulated at all and different providers of ESG ratings have their own frameworks and methodologies, all with their different ways of weighting different ESG variables. So what the EU wants to do is bring in a framework to provide some transparency and consistency to all these different ESG ratings. And it plans to do that by bringing in uh, new legislation, which hopefully we'll get to see in mid-June. With all three of those updates, these are things that should lead to big changes, especially in the electricity sector. So if you have any questions on how this will affect you or your business, feel free to get in touch. Thank you.